You're listening to DraftKings Network. Everybody, thanks so much for listening to the Cool Kids in the first segment. We talk about me almost getting arrested while I poop. <laughs> That's a, what a great synopsis. That's exactly <laughs> what sort of happened. And in the second segment, we are joined by Ramses Sandoval from 2DN. He's been covering Major League Soccer. You've heard his voice countless times on tons of broadcasts. He's a great dude, a, a, a MLS, uh, you know, sage. Yeah, he's say. been around for a hot minute, so he knows it all about Mexico, about United States. That and more on this episode of the Cool Again. Hi, I'm John Strong. I'm the large bald man who stands next to Stu Holden when you watch soccer on Fox Sports. You are listening to The Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Find that energy. We—that's it. We wasted all the energy we have. <laughs> that's for, it for today's show. Five a.m. flights. Five a.m. flights. What? Why? A, a terrible idea. Should, <laughs> five a.m. flights should be just beds with wings on them. Five a.m. flights should be like <laughs> you're getting a couple small bottles of beer or something <laughs> at five a.m. What a terrible decision <laughs> on our part. Also, uh, why why doesn't the Cooligans budget include the lay flat beds <laughs> on the planes? What are we okay, doing? Hey, Fubo, get your act together. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Hello, is there a sponsor? That <laughs> Yo, Delta. <laughs> Come on, boy. The synergy is here right there. Ah. Hello, welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Christian Polanco. And my name is Alexis Guerrero. And we're both still in Group Z. We haven't, <laughs> we we haven't, haven't boarded yet. Our show is coming from yeah. Gate 16. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome to the show. No, man, we are excited to be here. Uh, we're yes, we are a little tired from our road trips, but no, it doesn't. The, the show does not stop. I like how people are like yo, you guys been everywhere lately. Yo, you're traveling here and there. Yeah, coach. I, <laughs> yo, we wild stressed. We wild tired. Yes, and that was the coach of the North Carolina Courage. Would say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, this is. Uh, we're always excited to be here. Welcome to uh, easily the funniest soccer show that you have ever watched by far or listened. To. Yeah, dude, we've done the research and none, none of them exist. Exactly. We, yeah. we do research. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, I went on the iTunes. I went on all the television shows. I watch what y'all doing and it's trash. <laughs> we here now. <laughs> okay, the reviews are in from Alexis. Uh, but it is not only the funniest soccer show that you've ever watched. It nah, is also what, Alexis? It's also the gulliest. Okay. That's, That's right. The gulliest. I'll say it again because I'm on cramp camera now. What's <laughs> up? <So>, gulliest. <laughs> so, uh, yes, we did have uh, an incredible time. And we, d- we did. Speaking of gully. <laughs> well, well, let's talk about North Carolina first. Because yes. what, what an incredible final. Exactly. We went to the NWSL championship uh, out in uh, Cary, North Carolina. That's right. Uh, and- you know, I found out Cary is an acronym. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, now, now, as soon as I said it, it left my head. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to you. Wow. That's a, yeah. You really don't know how to do this TV thing, Alexis. It's a, it's something, uh, it's something, something relocated Yankees. Okay. Yeah. So basically, it's just making fun of a bunch of New Yorkers that moved down there. I didn't know there was a ton of, you, but we met a couple of people. We heard people speak. Okay, it's, re- it's on this the scarf. We got the scarf from the NWSL championship. Yeah, but re- relocated Yankees is the R and the Y. Okay. 
All right. I didn't know that. Containment area for relocated Yankees. Thank you, producer. <laughs> Googled it. This comes in handy. I knew I had that in my head. And I said, it is. And then you were like, what? It reminded me of school. You know, and the teacher's like, like we'll get up here and do it on the board. I'm like, well, now I don't know. I feel okay. a little. Uh, I knew over there. <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> also, why am I erect? Oh, this is going to be embarrassing. <laughs> it feels a little bit like it's like a, a, a war, not a war zone, but like a toxic, toxic zone. They, they have to keep, uh, you know, people who aren't contaminated in. <laughs> Well, if you look at it on a map, it does look like. <laughs> yeah, that is the the the, the, the gerrymandering is oh, for, crazy. I don't know. This is not why you come to this show, but no, the gerrymandering we, out for Cary, yeah. North Carolina, is out of hand. No, it is. It's a, it looks like a puzzle where you lost twenty five percent of the pieces. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like it's gonna take me eight years to get yeah. the puzzle done. How the hell you could walk and you could the you, the center of the two of your legs yeah. could be in Cary <laughs> and you're not. It is one of the wildest things I've ever seen. If you yes. don't think it's getting out of hand, yes. look it up. Your 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 thigh gap is in a different district <laughs> when you fart it's in three districts at once <laughs> really great i know i look i know we were talking a bunch of people there were a lot of liberal people a lot of conservative people yeah but it's like to it clearly it's clearly very divided out yeah. there from block to block yeah but you see on the map when they cut out like oh, yeah. okay latinos live there <laughs> but they, like, wait, it's so small black people live here it's so small that, it's legitimately like two houses yeah it's like there's like two families and it's like yeah the, the, the that block is just like pablo and juanita are yeah, yeah. part of their own. We're in that district. <laughs> we, which is why we didn't bring a pie over when we came home. A uh, well, lot of love out yeah, there. We were, hold on. We went for a soccer game. We went for the final, and it was cool. A lot, a lot of love. I mean, uh, congratulations to the North Carolina Courage winning this game 4 0. Really uh, a very convincing victory. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chicago Red Stars, I wish we would have gotten to see you or meet you. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was intense. So the North Carolina Courage, they, uh, were just, were just dominant. We were, and we were talking to Heather O'Reilly, her last game ever. Last game, uh, great career. I'm the only one who clapped for it. <laughs> we, we saw her and, uh, uh, gave her a hug and she brought up the, uh, pimento cheese right away that she stole from and us. She stole from us. So, okay. You know, as soon as we, yes, you're celebrating your championship. We get that it's a very important time for you, yeah. but what happened to the pimento cheese? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Clearly priorities were at the top of her mind. <laughs> as soon as she saw, it, she goes, Oh, there's my boys. Did you bring any extra cheese there? I was like, don't you dare. Don't you, this is not a time for jokes. Yeah, if you think if you think <laughs> that that hasn't still hurt us, and we won't bring it up while confetti is flying in the air. You're wrong. Uh, but no, they uh, like like we said, uh, they won 4-0. Um, and it was cool to just be there. Uh, the fans were really appreciative. A lot of, a lot of cool against fans that yeah. were out there just being like, yo, shout out to you. Thank you for coming through. Right. Uh, media. Some of the media people were not so happy we were there. But the fans were. And that's all that mattered. <laughs> the me- no, the media in North Carolina, they were cool. No, media in North Carolina, yes. I'm yeah, yeah. some of the other I mean, people. <laughs> yes, we'll talk about that a some little bit. important people in American soccer. <laughs> uh, but no, we should um, not only... Speaking of road trips, what we should do is also mention uh, why there's kind of like a lot of German stuff around here. That's right. I'm wearing a Werder Bremen shirt. Uh, the I'm, German- I'm wearing a shirt that says Nork is Hustler. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was a memo. <laughs> I didn't get it. Uh, but exciting news. The Cooligans are traveling to Germany. That's right. Somehow they gave us passports. <laughs> yes. We're going to Germany, baby. We're going to Germany uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to be in Frankfurt and Dusseldorf. We got invited by Bundesliga. That's right. Uh, to go see some games, uh, meet some, uh, you know, officials. That's right. Uh, and <laughs> we're going to meet just the refs. <laughs> Hanging out with only reps, baby. Some exec- 
executives. It is gonna. I mean, Alexa's gonna be wearing this sweater while talking to a Bundesliga yeah, yeah. executive during a meeting. I'll be like, "Yeah, I got a question. <laughs> <laughs> it's me back here in the hoodie. <laughs> oh, you know? <laughs> yeah, I gotta tell Alexis like, you gotta bring a button down. Maybe. Yeah, I, your boy don't wear them. <laughs> I'm really not. Are we supposed to bring nice clothes? I, th- I, I, I'm. You should bring at least one nice shirt. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm wearing it. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? This is why I went to my community. Yeah, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm going to dunk my baby's head in the, in the baptism <laughs> wearing a Norcus for Hustler City. <laughs> Call his baby you ever seen. <laughs> he going to uh, dunk himself. No, but this is going to be really cool. And not only are we going, uh, but we're also going to be with our homies out there. Total Soccer Total Show. Soccer Show. Daryl Grove crazy. and Taylor Rockwell will also be joining us. Uh, incredible. Thank you, Bundesliga. I looking out. You're bringing some of that gully out to yeah. Deutschland, all right? They said, yo, who do we bring? And they said, all right, we got to bring Cooligans, but who do we bring to make up for all the lack of professionalism? <laughs> and then they brought in Total Soccer We got to balance this out somehow. Yeah. yeah, so it worked out. But yo, we also went to L.A., which we're going to talk about. Yes, we will talk about our trip to L.A. for El Trafico and the playoffs. Will you hear this story? Yes. It's going to be nuts. I'm not kidding. <laughs> so we'll be back with uh, a very crazy story after this. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening to The Cool Kids. We just want to break in with a word from one of our sponsors, SeatGeek. SeatGeek, always looking out for our, our listeners. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay, if you you want to go to a game, you you, you maybe you went to the NWSL Championship. Maybe you're going to the MLS Cup Final. That's right. Maybe you went to the LAFC game and you want to go to the next one. Well, how, where are you going to get these tickets from? I'll tell you. If you want the best deal, you go to SeatGeek. Exactly. Just download the SeatGeek app and make sure or if you use the promo code Cooligans, what are you going to get, Alexa? You're going to get $10 off. $10 off your first purchase. And One it, of us two are going to show up to your house and put $10 in your pocket. Uh, yeah, I, I, You're going to be sleeping me, at the trust time. Trust me. <laughs> you're hoping for one more than the other. <laughs> yeah. One of us is going to take a <laughs> shit in your toilet. <laughs> okay. So 50-50 chance, all right? Uh, the app is incredibly... And yo, he's skinny, but it stinks. So... <laughs> wow unnecessary <laughs> how would you know anyway uh the app is incredibly easy to use alexis you can use it even while it's even very, while you're pooping okay it's very easy and it tells you what the best deal is across all the ticket sellers <laughs> okay those accurate alexis can't get through it because he's laughing at his own uh ridiculous comments but that is true. <laughs> it tells you where the, or the what the best price is. It compares all the other sites. It's incredibly easy to use. It's uh, great. Just put in Cooligans and you'll get $10 off your first order. <laughs> if you download the SeatGeek app, it knows where you is. That's it. <laughs> it knows where you is. <laughs> all, right. all right. So, we're like, I mean, how do we set this up? Let's just say we're very thankful yes. to LAFC for giving us we had media a, pass. And look, we went to... Allegedly! <laughs> <laughs> look... We had, let's preface it with saying, uh, we had an incredible time out in Los Angeles. The LAFC fans, LA Galaxy fans, the amount of love and support. Yes. I, I did not know how many Cooligans fans we had out in uh, out in Cali. I had no idea how many Dorta ladies there were <laughs> at the hotel game. Yo, every five steps we took, someone's <laughs> like, yo, you want a free Mexican sandwich? And we're like, yeah, we do. <laughs> free mezcal shots. You guys party, dude. It, it was uh, surreal. So awesome. Without well, that said, that said, well, talk- also the atmosphere was insane. The game was great. Three, two, five, two. Yes, bananas. probably one of the most important soccer games in the history of American soccer. I agree. And we got to be there. Yes, very. It felt very uh, significant and special. And, uh, and we were invited into the Jump for LA Football Club. Which unbelievable, is insane, unreal. A, it, there were no cameras allowed during that. Like it's wild. Like this is wild that we got invited to. That. It felt like we were like in a dystopian. 
like nightmare because we're crawling under it people's felt like legs. The, 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 the dance scene in the Matrix. Yeah. You know, when everybody's in the cave dancing like crazy. Is that, did that really happen? Yeah. Well, yeah. I got to watch the Matrix. <laughs> um, the Matrix Revolution, I believe. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Wake up, fans. It's time for me to tell a story. All right. Listen. Yeah, yes. you can see them now. Like, this is wow. This is a, just a normal part of their celebration. Absolutely incredible. Okay. That said, we have press passes. We do. We didn't get the lanyard. We got it stuck to our chest. It's like a sticker, right? Yeah. We got this official. There was a, there are people. There's a tent. The whole night we go in, we go to the press box. Everything's fine. We go down to the field. Everything's fine. At some point, I have to go to the bathroom, which we know, by the way, that when I go to the bathroom, if I poop in your stadium, your team scores goals. Okay? And, that, and that's exactly what happened. It's exactly what happened. Two goals happened Two goals. while I'm. Pooping. Okay. okay. We call it the, the Alexis magic. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You say, uh, right. Well, I deuce, your team's going to score a deuce. It's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> now on the way to the bathroom, they have like this VIP area, right? Which is like, you know, their, their owners are superstars. So they got like a nightclub in there, right? Yeah, yeah. Like bottle service, right? At the soccer game. I, that's, we cut through there to get outside. So I go back in to use the bathroom. Cause obviously that's the nicer bathroom, right? I'm not putting my butt <laughs> where you normal people do it. I'm only going to go where magic Johnson poops. Okay. Did Will Ferrell? I don't poop here, then I poop here. So I go in there. On the way in, security guard goes, hey, stop. I need to see your badge. Him and this lady, and they had just gotten yelled at for something. I don't know what it was. I soon find out. Um, but they're staring at my badge. It just says the name and everything. I'm like, okay, you saw it, right? And like, hold on, hold on. And they keep reading. I'm like, what? Is, you know, what is? Is this a lesson? What are we doing here, right? I gotta go. And the lady's like, hold on, I have to look at your badge. I'm like, take it off my chest. I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm either gonna do it in there or over here. It's gonna happen. Yeah. So she says to the guy, okay, could you escort him to the bathroom? I'm thinking, oh, because it's VIP, right? <laughs> That's right. We're gonna very important poop. Pooping. <laughs> very important poop. <laughs> about to happen so the the bathroom is so nice that it's like its own little room like it's a lot it's not a stall it's like a full room yeah, sure right bigger than the bathroom i have in my apartment at home very nice so i lock the door i sit down i'm doing what i do using my phone yada 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 get another hemorrhoid right so i'm on it and i hear like five minutes in there i hear bang 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 on the door and i go hey someone's in here and i hear bang 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 sir you need to leave i'm like dude find another bathroom I'm in here. And he goes, no, it's security. I thought it was a dude trying to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, yo, Will Farrell, hold it in. He's like, yo, you need to come out, sir. And I'm like, no, now's not a good time. And he goes, sir, you need to come out or I'm going to have someone open the door. Legitimately, I go, well, then you're both coming in here to help me wipe. <laughs> I'm in here. I'm pooping, actively pooping. Right. And he goes, sir, come out now. I go, now's not a good time. <laughs> and then I hear him call for backup. Okay. So this, I'm like this is the first time <laughs> a, a poop has yeah, expired. Yeah. How bad <laughs> did it smell? <laughs> yeah. You telling me no more Garcia Pyro never <laughs> laid a bad one in here? Hands on the case. You know? <laughs> me and Ham never ate one of the fish tacos. <laughs> Come out here. So I'm thinking, like, this is a lot for a poop, right? I'm like, oh, wait till I get out. The guy's banging on the door. So I wipe as fast as I can. I pull my pants up. By the way, I'm wearing a full track suit. Shouts to Umbra. I'm wearing a full track suit. I look like I'm there to pick up a VIG, okay, and go home in my Cadillac. I do not look like I'm there as a reporter. I walk out of the door, track suit zipped all the way up, right? And I go, hey, is that how you treat one of the media members while they take a shit? And as I say that, I realize there's seven security guards, seven police officers, and two undercovers standing right there in front of the door. One of the security guards is a young Latino dude with curly hair, and he gives me the like, hey, easy, <laughs> bro, I'm looking out for you, Papa. You need to relax. And I was like, what the hell? I mean, 
Like, what the? Hell? You, you're at a 10? I need you at a dos. <laughs> no, no. You need, you need to, this is how I saw my dad go down. Okay, so I need you to, <laughs> I need you to bring it down, right? And now I'm like, what the? Why are there so many police officers here? Yeah. yeah. I go, all this because I'm taking a shit? And the guy's like, we think your badge is fake. Yeah. And. <laughs> And <laughs> <laughs> yes, so look, and then uh, hold on, no, yeah, I'm yelling at this guy. I'm like, yo, I'm legitimately as close to him as I am this microphone. I am fingering his face. I go, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? I'm trying to take a shit. Even if you thought the badge was fake, let the dude take a shit. You're gonna drag me out of here with poop coming out of my ass? Is that what you're gonna do? You're gonna pay for my pants? Like I'm, I'm going off, and the guy goes, sir, you need to relax. I'm like, relax. That's what I'm trying to do in the air, and you're banging on the door. <laughs> He's like, I think your badge is fake. I'm like, I think your badge is fake. <laughs> <laughs> you know? and, then, and then hold on then they take it off my chest and they give it to this redhead dude who we saw at the press box yes. and i was like yo my man scene 86 and 87 alexa girls of the cooligans which by the way is a television show and guess what i'm gonna be talking about this <laughs> i dare you take a stab anybody anybody just a guess latino dude you know and then i as they finally go oh i'm sorry sir they put the badge back on my chest i'm like yeah you should be yeah right and then as i walked past the 200 covers i was like i hope you get an extra time for this and the guy goes i'm just here i'm waiting for the pisser yeah dude i grew up in newark i know an undercover when i see one you're bad at your job okay you're wearing a dodger jersey with a lot of bulk underneath it dad jeans and running shoes buddy undercover 101 giveaway yeah uh and then so that was and then i go back to the sideline so at least that was and i want to just preface this by just saying that we understand so no, no, <laughs> I do not co-sign what's about to be said. I'm just saying that at, at the very least, LAFC, uh, we're not mad at LAFC specifically. It's no, like, I'm, more, I'm mad at your rent the cops <laughs> they, that you hired. And oh, so so after that happened, uh, we, Alexis comes back to me and we're we're basically at the three two five two. He's telling me this story. I tell him the story, and let me just say something. Christian's eyes was like Alexis does it again. <laughs> my fault. I'm and like, thank what? God for what happened next. What did he do this <laughs> yeah. time? And then uh, game is over. Uh, now the, the walking back through the tunnel. The press press conferences are happening. The scrum. So we're walking towards them, uh, and which we're allowed to be. Which at. We're allowed to be at right. And then I see the go, security guard, and I go, "Yo, this is the dude that gave me all the problems." And guess what happens next? He, com- he comes up to me. He says, "Let me see." I'm standing back. next to him. We know each other. <laughs> he just saw me finishing poop. <laughs> he comes up to me. He says, uh, "Let me see your badge," and then rips, rips the badge. It off. Badge off he goes, my chest. This is a fake badge. I'm like, we just went through this. <laughs> oh, my badge is fake. And I didn't react the way Alexis did. I was just mostly laughing. I'm like, is this guy serious? Right? The guy who was leading us, like who's like sort of like a liaison for LAFC, walks past us thinking, well, this is gonna be fine, right? He's yeah. gonna let him in, sees that we're not, comes back, puts us up on his phone, and goes, Look, it's them. The guy goes, I'm not looking at your phone. This is a fake badge. He's like, Look, they're on TV, they're, they're pulling up it. videos from Ad Fubo Sports. <laughs> the most arrogant, they're like thing i'm yeah. like well, hey I'm like, google my <laughs> we're on a show this is we have a real tv show uh and and it, then it took one of the executives from the team walked by and i go hey lady <laughs> your stupid security guard keeps thinking our badge is fake and she's like well we've had fake badges i'm like well that's on you yeah, <laughs> was yeah. That, were any of them going number two at the time <laughs> So it was a weird uh, scenario, but the, it, the LAFC weird, it was disrespectful, it slightly was, racist. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I don't want to, uh, you know, assume anything. I think there there were people <laughs> with fake badges, and we did confirm that they were. Yes, all, 
and none of them were quietly pooping in the back. <laughs> Not one of them. So look, it's unfortunate. And look, I, I like I didn't even want to Unfortunate. Why are you forgiving this? Because I, I don't want to get the the dude, I don't want to get the dude fired. I was almost dragged by, by police officers <laughs> out of a year out of a stall. It's they were they with, were you know Were you they know, doing too much? Media meal coming out of me. Were they doing too much? Yes. But they were people with fake badges and they were trying to figure out who it was. Like not, it doesn't make you it okay. one of these people that watches the police video and go, well, what was said before the camera I'm, was I'm on? I'm just saying it was not OK, but like you understand why they were d- d- so aggressive. That's I want I want that security guard to send me an apology. <laughs> <laughs> and also it a roll sucks, of two man. Ply. It just sucks because and again and, and again, uh, everyone. You know how hard it's to wipe when there's people banging on the door? <laughs> everyone. Easy. You clench up. You don't get it all. People at LA- don't get it all. <laughs> Everyone at LAFC apologize. Max Bredo, shout out to Max. He was just like, I'm sorry that happened to you guys. So- yeah, people apologize. They should apologize. Of course. So I'm pointing that out. That's all I'm doing, Alexis. I'm- Some of the poop went back in. <laughs> oh, no. God forbid. Uh, uh- it ends up being kind of like a cork. You know, hardest to get that portion out. Wow! I saw, look, I'm banging on the door the next time you don't poop. <laughs> it's the police. Look, I'm not. I'm not. Look, I'm not as upset because I don't have the indigestion issues that Alexis has. <laughs> you know how hard it is to get regular when you fly that much. <laughs> they pressurize the cabin. Other things become pressurized. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but without, I should be allowed to take a poop in that security office <laughs> house. <laughs> but, but outside of that incredible experience, yeah. Oh yeah, what a wonderful LAFC. experience. Thank Let you. Let me tell you, it was tense. The game was tense. <laughs> Just like my insides. <laughs> okay. I haven't farted since. <laughs> I'm having PTSD, poop traumatic stress. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's in the medical books now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, it's just it, when he has like, like those weird flashes. And oh, <laughs> God. Every time I fart, I just see scenes of war. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, welcome back, everyone. That was fun. Uh, How many times have I talked about me pooping on the show? Too many, right? I mean, it's really a huge part of your identity. Yeah. Thank God we didn't I don't uh, create know if, the I mean, logo now. I don't know if, it, <laughs> if we've, uh, we've said this on the show, but you are. Are a uh, um a routine pooper. You yes. know what I mean? You have a a system. You- also, people probably don't know. I think I've talked about this. I get completely naked when I poop. So <laughs> true story. Sometimes I even take the socks off. You know, it's not in public. In even, public, I keep shoes on. Even though you've talked about it, it's, still, <laughs> it's not easier to hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's not easy to say. A lot. Anyway, it's a true story. So when that guy banged on the door, very vulnerable. <laughs> it was very vulnerable. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got gifts. We got gifts. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so let's uh, open some of them. Thank you again uh, for the support and and, uh, and the <laughs> kindness. Um, this is this is all for uh, uh, Alexis's. Uh, uh, there's a poop traumatic. <laughs> yeah. A fund that we're starting. Yeah. <laughs> a bowel a bowel movement fund. <laughs> Okay, this is There's two jerseys. This it looks is like. from Ooh. Oh, I know Woody what this Mob. is. Yes, I know what this is. Oh, this <laughs> yes. is unreal. Look at this kit. Whoa, this is Atlanta Footy Mob is the supporters group for Atlanta United, uh, and they made oh, just one of the flyest kits you will ever see. This- buddy. Look at this. Mine is so much bigger than yours. It is <laughs> wild <laughs> how wide the shoulders are on this <laughs> Look at that. Look we at shouldn't that. hold them up together ever again. <laughs> this is amazing. 
This is fly. Shouts to Footy Mob. This is a supporters group, guys. Yeah, this is not a team. This is just a supporters group that is very much involved. Low-key, the map of Atlanta in the background. Is that what that is? Yeah, dude. You could see the gerrymandering on this one as well. (laughs) (laughs) All those southern states. (laughs) They get wild with it. That is cool. Thank you so much, Footy Mob. Uh, Incredible. Yeah, we hung out with them. Even when we did our first show in Atlanta, Footy Mob was out there in full force. That was really cool. Uh, Footy Mob has supported us since day one. They're the best. Okay, we got another box. That's right, baby. And this is, again, my favorite part of the show is <laughs> opening stuff. Uh, so feel free to send us stuff. Oh, we got two little bags. Okay. Oh, oh, we each get to open something. And they say uh, Pele soccer on them. Oh, okay. Didn't they open up? They opened up a store in Times Square called okay. Pele soccer. All right. I, I was not aware. Now oh, I know. What an odd material for a bag. <laughs> Okay, look at this. Oh, all right. Hold on. An Arsenal jersey. Whoa. Your boy. Slow down. An Everton kit. Yo, your boy. It says Cooligans. It says Cooligans on the back. (laughs) Yo. So when people ask me, how come you don't have that new kit? Uh, I do. (laughs) I do now. Wow. Yo, and here's a a shirt of Pele making out with Muhammad Ali. (laughs) Wow. Much more progressive than I expected. (laughs) What? What? Yeah, it's too legends. legends showing each other respect. It says, it says greatest of all time. <laughs> Apparently, they meant night. Uh, this is right here. Uh, thank you, Pele. Using Packer. the old rope dope in a very different way. <laughs> really, really cool. <laughs> no, this is beautiful. This is yo Pele. Thank you so much. This is wild. I cannot believe. I think Pele sent us this himself. <laughs> I would. I hope he had a hand in this, <laughs> like he did with Muhammad Ali. <laughs> <laughs> How can you disrespect the a legend, a literal living legend, Alexis, <laughs> for jokes? I want to apologize <laughs> on behalf of the LAFC security team. I to apologize, <laughs> Pele has your hat, and we got and a glass. Uh, this is so cool. Thank you so much, Pele Soccer. Incredible. Yo, go check out their store downtown or in Midtown in Times Square if you're around. Look Super at that, cool. Yo. Thank you so much. This is unbelievable. I didn't even know we were getting anything like this. this no. Incredible. Uh, PeleSoccer.com. Pele, a legend, uh, you know, on the, on the, in the world. And Cups. a real freak. <laughs> 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 no, that was, this is dope. I can't wait to wear this shirt. Uh, <laughs> this is cool. It's just crazy. You're, you're, this is like two people that have changed the planet. <laughs> not just. Well, if they were more open, maybe <laughs> This is so cool. Thank you so much, Pele Soccer. I'm gonna. This is actually a really dopely designed shirt too. This is so cool. Okay. Leave some room for the Holy Ghost, guys. <laughs> Imagine he sees this. How great would that be? How great would it be if Pele is like, yo, I'm gonna go beat those guys up. He'll find the strength to, to attack he's us. Just, he's juggling my head. Uh, it'd be great. Uh, really cool. So, no, shout to Pele Soccer, man. That's really cool. Um, I mean, it's just unfortunate because both both of our teams in the Premier League really had embarrassing. Uh, they both could use Pele right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could he could help out Everton taking the massive L. Yeah, uh, uh, who I forgot who they even played, but they uh, own goal in the ninety fourth minute. That's got to break your heart. Ridiculous, and, and then, Arsenal going up two goals very quickly, drawing against. And then uh, granted, Xhaka just getting booed off the pitch. Captain just walking the right off, captain of the team. 
to go, come on, doing the whole, you know, Hulk Hogan, I can't hear you to booze. <laughs> Whoa, who is he, Donald Trump? Damn, <laughs> no. Damn what is the World Series game? <laughs> this has been a wild it's couple a of wild segments. It's show, baby. and we're only halfway through. Yeah. Uh, we have to talk about the big news uh, coming out of U- from U.S. soccer. So first, let's start with let's start with Serginho Dest because uh, what was what, what odds would you have given it that he was going to pick U.S. over uh, Amsterdam, which he did, by the way. He picked uh, us over Netherlands. Over Netherlands. Yeah, not he doesn't play, play specifically, <laughs> specifically for Amsterdam. I only Just, play where we's legal. So <laughs> no, uh, Serginho Dest, uh, the the fullback for the Ajax. For Ajax, obviously a Champions League caliber player. He's a starter on the team and uh, has been playing with the United States at the youth levels. Uh, got some uh, senior caps that he was playing in uh, playing the Gold Cup or in, in friendlies. Uh, he played in Gold Cup and friendlies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, everyone, he, he, no, he, he, he didn't play in Gold Cup because it wasn't competitive. It, he he would have been cap tied if he had done. He played in friendlies gotcha. only. So he, uh, uh, after the, those last two friendlies, uh, played against Mexico and he got like cooked by Tecatito. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? It was like, all right. <laughs> I would have understood. We're going to forgive it for right now. We're not going to bring it up. Okay? I would have understood if he didn't pick, uh, uh just say there was some nutmeg in that sauce. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, but no, he announces that he is going to be playing for the U.S. men's national team. Uh, it was a tough choice. Yes, he got. He did right after he would play at, at the friendly with us. He got called up to the uh, the Holland team. He got called up to the Netherlands team. So yep. there's a chance there that, you know, you would pick the Netherlands. But some people are saying that it's, he wasn't an automatic starter in the Netherlands. Yeah. Yeah. But still uh, good odds. Right. But we know for sure he's. Absolute automatic starter for the U.S. Men's National yeah. League. He is a starter. Yeah, there's no uh, question. Even though he has to be kind of coy, he did it like an interview saying like, well, I have to fight for my t- team regardless of which one I'm. No, 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 buddy. You're on. <laughs> yeah, I know. He also said like, sure, the level is a little bit higher in the Netherlands. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit. There's a smidge. Yeah, yeah. You got <laughs> yeah. to be as polite as possible. Yeah. But yeah, it's he's We trash. We need you. I man. know. <laughs> I mean, I can't see y'all from up here, but yeah, I'll play for you. Small, he's slot the national team. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. choosing us. We needed you badly. Uh, but no, this is big news, and a lot of people did not expect him to make that choice. You understand if he does uh, uh go uh, with the Netherlands, uh, you know, yeah, maybe a tougher uh time for him but he is uh half american and he he wants he wanted to represent the country he was getting a lot of uh um you know they they playing at the youth levels and building all those friendships and building all those relationships and then being like all right now i'm done and and playing for netherlands might have been a little bit uh challenging for him i don't know i would happily sell out everyone i grew up with for a better opportunity if it came along Am I the only okay. one here? Look, look at all the staff here at and tell them. <laughs> I didn't grow up with y'all. <laughs> because, uh, yes, no, yeah, no loyalty. Oh, Christian, <laughs> remember that. When I'm the next host of Men in Blazers. <laughs> no, I mean, if an opportunity to play, you know, at a much higher level. Yeah. You know, again, both teams didn't qualify for the World Cup. So, I mean, is it much higher level? But yeah, I mean, you're playing in the Euros, you know, every two years. You're playing essentially in the World Cup. Yeah. You would assume they're going to make it the next time. It's a little bit less rocky of a relationship than the U.S. currently has with their coach and, and U.S. soccer. 
There's not a lot that would point to him saying before this, I would have put the odds at 10% that he was going to pick the U.S. Yeah, I maybe would have said like 20. I did not think uh, he would. I, I would you, with U.S. soccer, you just expect disappointment yeah. you know, on, in, in every direction. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but this has been, this is a, this is good news. I mean, at there's least, people that are American that didn't grow up in other countries are saying, is there a way I can get out of this? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I just, Mom, you're nothing else? <laughs> <laughs> it's just realistic being like, I wish I was Nigerian. Yeah, I know. Damn. You know, <laughs> they fly as hell in jerseys. No, man. Right now, Walker Zimmerman's like, seriously, you were on the Pinta? <laughs> Dad, you were on La Santa Maria? Come on. I, I think this is uh, a good sign for uh, the future of the men's national team. And hopefully it brings in just, again, that that co- little confidence in the team. Losing to Canada uh, was wildly disappointing. So, I, I hopefully this this sets him off on on a good path, knowing that, that he wanted to play with them. Yeah. Did you see the letter that uh, Burhalter uh, dropped? I did. Drop like it's an album. <laughs> <laughs> Track number four is a little weird, but I thought it was pretty good. No, he basically apologizes and explains next steps. He also does, which uh, I forget the guy's name, uh, Hederman. I forget the guy, the coach of Canada. Just before the game against the U.S. when they won 2-0, he was like, we're putting all our chips on the table. This is it. This is important. We're yeah. going all in. That's hard for a coach to do because, like, yo, if you if you fail – I mean, you just went like all out, like all inspirational speech yeah, yeah. and you failed. So that's hard. You know, you're giving the other team uh, bu- like the bulletin board stuff. Yo, Burhalter just did the same thing. Yeah, I hope it works out. They have to win. I know. They have to win against That's Canada. why I prefaced everything I said with that. <laughs> they very, very much. Uh, yeah, it was like an apology to the American outlaws for all. all. Yeah, but he said like, yo, we're ready. We're coming in. All guns blazing. I hope it, I hope it works out. Man, because he actually said all guns blazing and then he put in quotes literally to Canada. Watch out. <laughs> Second Amendment. Yeah, right. yes. Uh, we're going to bear arms. <laughs> no long sleeves, my guy. This we're bearing arms. Yeah. This, this is the weirdest apology I've ever seen. <laughs> What, you wrote click clack <laughs> in the and al- Also in U.S. soccer, there's uh, uh, <laughs> some, some huge news. Uh, the U.S. women's national team has uh, their coach, Jill Ellis, did step down. And, That's right. And uh, it's and he's named after a brand of pickles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the brand. You're talking about Vlachko, Vlachko. <laughs> Vlachko Andonovsky, <laughs> is, uh, the, he was uh, the head coach for uh, Rain FC and now uh, will be the coach uh, for the, the U.S. women's national team. And a lot of people are very, very excited about this. Here's what else I love about it this did not happen when the men's national team coach was picked uh kate mcgrath it gave like a full explanation yeah of the search and decision <laughs> yes. legitimately you can watch the video i think it's on facebook she was like first we met with this person and yeah. then we met with that and they put that in the resume we found out that was a lie like <laughs> she legitimately went through the whole process and then gave like an explanation as to how uh vlako andronovich had like a full and andonovsky <laughs> That was close. Whose name is Andronovic? Who is that? I just went Eastern European in my head. Some boxer? (laughs) Whatever. Dude, I'm still shaking from the bathroom situation. Leave me alone. Uh, But people are very excited about it. Our our former guest, Yael Leverbush, that was her former coach when she was at the rain. And nothing but positive words. Uh, Everybody loves this guy. I I think there's... Even though he looks and sounds like an extra from the movie Taken. (laughs) Everyone loves him. (laughs) 
<laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. He, he's 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 got a special set of skills, <laughs> and it's to develop youth. So we're happy. So yeah. it just does seem like the future for the U.S. women's national team is is very much in good hands. And and you know the the sort of the the concern over uh, you know the coach leaving after winning two World Cups. And he's also talking about advancing the style of play, which is like yo, they're already killing everybody. Yo, y'all can relax a little bit. How about get some hammocks out in training? <laughs> we good. Yeah, That's chill. my inspirational speech. Yeah. We we Yo, chill. do you? <laughs> you guys are great. MLS over uh, last week, the playoffs uh, were rough for a couple people. Yeah. Great for a couple others. Home teams are winning left and right. <laughs> Except it's a breeze. 538 says you're going to win. Yeah. <laughs> the percent- Go to bed. Everything's going to be fine when you wake up. The world's not going to be destroyed. Uh, let's talk. Let's recap some of these games because uh, they, they were pretty wild. So NYCFC takes on Toronto FC at City Field. At home in quotation marks. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Toronto wins this game. The only road team uh, to win in this uh, in this uh, second round. Yep. Um, and they... Uh, uh, they looked amazing, and NYCFC <laughs> did not by a lot. If you did, if you didn't see this game, uh, just the 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 two goals. Look at the look on your face, dude. <laughs> yes, that is me watching yeah. the game. That like- was me when I saw the cops. <laughs> right there. I was not. Uh, I was. Uh, I, I I had put the caption internally screaming because I was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was a difficult time. I see this face all the time. This is only surprising for you yeah. guys because you're going on camera. <laughs> Sometimes I'm talking and he's just making that face. Yeah. And shout out to uh, Sebastian uh, uh, Ramirez who took that photo. Yeah. He also took up. the photos of us for the Urban Pitch uh, article. That's right. There was an article that we were in. I don't know if we could pull it. Well, who knows if we could pull that up, but whatever. Uh, let's talk about the games because NYCFC, they... Okay. Oh, look at that. Yes, we did an article for Urban Pitch, which you should check out, which is great. Uh, Which, by the way, we were taking that shot in Bay Ridge. No, in Sunset Park. Sunset Park. Sorry, where you grew up. Yes. And there's like some older dude who knew you. Standing yeah. by, he's like, "Oh yeah, Christian, <laughs> what are you doing?" <laughs> and then he saw the camera. He's like, "Hey, Hollywood, hey, Papa, that is very Hollywood, true. yeah, man." Okay, and then he just stared at us while we did the photo shoot. Yeah, it was great. Well, he has a drinking problem. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's it. like, "I'm waiting for the star, but you, you're doing well." No, so is this real or am I wrong? <laughs> that was cool, but no, NYCFC uh, at City Field, and really the the, the goals that. NYCFC gave up were all really, mistakes, all mistakes, right? Uh, the, the, the back pass, uh, the back header from Maxime Cheneau. That, he's a great dude. That, and he plays so well. He's great. Overall, great, but a great season too. Tough, uh, tough uh, game. Arguably in, uh, should have been on the list of like defender of the year. hundred percent. Very, very good. He did team. get some votes. Like, yes. yeah, he's like, a, he was, had a significantly great defensive year. Made terrible, Playoffs. terrible decision. Heads the ball, trying to head the ball back to Sean Johnson. Uh, but who's there? Alejandro Pozuelo. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's out there uh, just like a hawk. Uh, you know, he was just like, hey, why is the ball at my foot? <laughs> <He> just, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Great pass. Yeah, thank you for the back header, buddy. <laughs> um, and, and then he, he puts away the goal. And then really the end of the game, in the, in the 88th minute. Matarita. Uh, Ronald Matarita with a terrible choice for a challenge. Uh, just brings against, that lead uh, foot back. Uh, Richie Larea. Yeah. And, and, uh, and it's just, I, I was like 12 feet away from it. I'm like, wh- everybody was just like, what? Was he it doing? did not need to happen. The ball's going out. <laughs> the game should have gone to extra time. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, but that's what that's what it is. So it did seem like the back line was like a little stressed at the end of the game. Like I wish that Latin dude was just there to be like, hey, 
<laughs> okay, a little just it's, the whole show is just LAFC <laughs> callbacks. Yeah, <dude. laughs> uh, but no, unfortunate. So next year, guys, uh, for NYCFC fans, Tommy uh, Torrent is rumored to be leaving. Yeah, that's what, after the press. It seems like there was a. a, a I feel it didn't feel like just like a regular press conference for <laughs> NYCFC. It felt like well, people, they played boys were, to men end of the road during the whole thing. So <laughs> it, felt like, <laughs> it felt like people were getting stuff off their chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Dome was just focusing on how long it took of uh, of the team to get a bear uh, uh, into not a bear yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> behind him in a cage. A you know, I've been asking for this since week one. But apparently, <laughs> why it, do you need a bear, dude? They, uh, he said, uh, according to Glenn Crooks, there was an article. It said that the a bear was the ninth choice for striker that they wanted to get and then it took nycfc 50 days to get him signed which is kind of like a long time a long time it's kind of nearly crazy. two months yeah so uh who knows if that thing if that could have been sort of sorted out sooner what the what what the team coverage could have looked like but they were in first place in the eastern conference so you can't really say you think a bear wants to hear he's the ninth <laughs> <laughs> i know he does yeah. not but I'm, I'm sure he's very happy wait where was he playing and like imagine that's like your wedding speech <laughs> she was my ninth choice <laughs> he was it playing took her two, two months to say yes he was playing like in romania or something i'm sure he's much happier playing in new york so i don't think it's that much yeah. of an insult so uh, the, uh, the the other game, uh, Seattle Sounder against RSL. Seattle won this game, I think, pretty convincingly, even though the first half didn't have any goals. The, the It seems like RSL, incredibly dominant when they play in Rio Tinto, but when they're all away, it's, as soon as they go away. it's just they, they are a shell of them, themselves. It's kind of also odd, a but, rough game for Nick Romando for him for that to be the last game of his career. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really rough. But shouts to Nick Romando for a great career. Exactly. Great America. Cheers to you, man. Uh, we never clap for you. Just you do. You hate the troops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, we did. We did see him at All Star, uh, hanging out. That yeah. was cool. So we, so we got to like meet him briefly. Uh, cheers to Nick Romando. All he's right, not as tall as you think. By he's the way. he's not as tall on TV. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> also, hey, uh, we did get to meet uh, some of our fans when we were in North Carolina. I just want to say, it turns out, um, I didn't realize this. We have a really good listenership inside the uh, Armed yes. Forces. That's so, right, Jim. Jim yeah, I don't know if he wanted us to say. Did he want to say? Yeah, well, yeah. Who cares? Okay, he's great. He's a fan. He, yeah, he tweets at us all the time. Jim's the best. Uh, but hey, listen, if there's anyone else listening that used to be or currently is, uh, you know, a member of the Armed Forces, shouts to you. Thank you for doing what I would never do. <laughs> I still. Got Got shin splints. What was it? Was it was my was Trump's huh? bone spurs? Yeah, bone, bone spurs. spurs. Yeah. I got nothing but bone spurs. Though. Uh, no, I mean obviously you can't. You won't be accepted with all your poop traumatic. Yeah, <laughs> that's they true. <laughs> we can't take a broken man. Yo, shit, serious. <laughs> uh, and then also, Atlanta United uh, defeated uh, the Philadelphia Union two nil. Yeah, but uh, they lost Michael Parkhurst as well. That was the previous. That was previous game. game? Yes. I don't know. So hold on a second. What what day is it? <laughs> was yeah. They, they did not have Miles Robinson and Michael Miles Robinson that's for right. this game, uh, and and I believe they're not going to be uh, available uh, in the in the next round as well. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, again, uh, Toronto Atlanta, versus Atlanta is going to be a fun match, though. I agree. I agree. Uh, yes. What so, do you think is going to be the final? Um, it's LA versus Seattle tonight. Or yeah, if you're watching this, it's, it's tonight. Yeah. Um. Uh, which we're going to, yeah, we're going to do on the next show. Um, and then we're going to, uh, and, or what's the other one? Atlanta versus Atlanta, Toronto. Toronto. Words. They're hard <laughs> to say sometimes. Who do you think is going to make it to the final? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing Atlanta, LAFC. I, so I want it to be LAFC versus Atlanta. Cause I think that's the better matchup, mm-hmm. but something tells me 
that because LAFC played LA Galaxy with all the emotions attached to it mm. and all of that, plus everything that happened with the poop and right, right yes. I'm sure that's gotten into effect. their there's psyche. Be an effect, yes. You know what I mean? There's a ripple effect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because of that, I honestly think that maybe, maybe there's a chance that they look past Seattle where they're not prepared fully for Seattle with such a short turnaround mm. and that it's Seattle versus Atlanta and you and I are going to Seattle. It's a possibility. Oh, oh, I, I think LAFC is going to do it, and we have to go back and meet the security yeah. again. <laughs> well, get ready, because I'm taking an even bigger one this time. <laughs> and uh, we've, we've already been approved for credentials for MLS Cup, so they can't, LAFC can't even deny us this That's time. right. <laughs> I still think I get a hoodie with the printout of the, the credential acceptance <laughs> on the front. And yes. that's what I wear to LAFC, to Bank of California. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think it's going to be LAFC Atlanta. Uh, and I, I, yeah, it's a strong matchup, but the Sounders are very much capable of, of winning this game. So let's say it is LAFC Atlanta. Who would you pick in that scenario? Uh, so it would be LAFC will be hosting yeah. uh, this game. I think... It's too difficult to beat them it's, at home. It's too difficult to beat them at home. I think Atlanta could do it, though. I, but even though they can, it, I, I, the fact that we were at El Tráfico and sort of experience, like I was telling a, a lot of people, like the the three two five two is is definitely another member of the team, right? It's it's it a significant reason as to why they win. Exactly, sure, it, you feel it. Right. Yeah. The, the intensity is very much there. Uh, and and I think that's going to be a, it's a little bit too sort of intimidating. Right. Yeah. So I, I know one guy from Jersey would tell you to get lost <laughs> if you said that. <laughs> so you think Atlanta, maybe I think Atlanta has a has a really good chance uh, winning at the Bank of California. Stadium, but I, I it, it would be like 51 percent, 49, where I feel like well, I think if it's Seattle, Atlanta, I think Seattle also can pull that off. Seattle wins. Uh, I think I, that I think I, is, I think that's a more even matchup. And yeah. I think Seattle could definitely take that. Game. I love this part because it's four teams left, but anyone can take it except Toronto. Nobody, no, nobody, expects nobody Toronto. believes in you, Toronto. Nobody believes in you. We got your scarf there. We're showing some love. Yeah, yeah, but get out of here. Get lost. Have any faith. <laughs> <laughs> so, but best of luck. Uh, yes, LAFC and Seattle are playing tonight. And then tomorrow night uh, uh, are the game between uh, Atlanta and Toronto. So best of luck to both teams. We're excited to see who, who the MLS Cup uh, will, will be playing, well, who, what teams are going to be involved. But we're excited about it. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening to The Cool News. We want to break in with one of our words from one of our sponsors, Chivas Regal. Chivas Regal, and you need to go to House of United, the event that's happening Saturday, November 2nd at Freight Studio at 7 a.m. Uh, this is happening in San Antonio. At 7 a.m. Central Time, they're going to celebrate the launch of the Chivas Regal 13-year-old expression in partnership with Manchester United Football Club. Okay, so this spe- special blend pays homage to Sir Alex Ferguson and his 13 Premier League title wins under his management. That's pretty dope. The free house of United event will bring Manchester United Football Club's Old Trafford Stadium from Manchester to San Antonio with free complimentary special Shivas cocktails, soccer-inspired activities, and an appearance by former Manchester United goalie who... Gary Bailey, Whoa. a homie. That's okay. right. So, uh, gang, gang. <laughs> you, you won't want to miss uh, this event. This event is 21 and over. And please enjoy Shivers responsibly. So, Shivers, uh, 13 year old, is Shivers Regal, uh, uh, 13 year old blended scotch whiskey. Okay. 40% so. alcohol by volume. That's 80% proof imported by Shivers Press. It's amazing. Go to that event if you live anywhere near San Antonio. 
We are excited to uh, be joined uh, by our, our next guest, who is uh, very much involved not only in, uh, in in Liga MX, but also in in been around MLS a long time. Absolutely, a, has a real uh, connection, real history with uh, with the league, and and has been a part of its growth without Absolutely. a doubt. Uh, so please introduce our guest, Alexis. Well, guys, you know him, you love him. He's one of the hosts of Tudene. He's all over the place, bilingual broadcaster. So you know we had to bring him on a Cooligans. Okay. Put your hands together unless you try for the one the only Ramses Sandoval let's go hello <laughs> I'm so, I can I just apologize for before we even start you may you may no no listen uh, it's it's a pleasure to be with you guys uh Chris Alex um fat fan of the show fan of what you guys do um you guys put your sauce on on the game it's fun uh easy to sit through if you will compared to uh, other shows and uh, it's a blast to be with you guys chit chat it up um mls league of max whatever you guys uh want to chat about obviously with with the mls cup upon us and with what's been an unbelievable season of major league soccer with el trafico um what a rivalry i was saying it this week uh i think we finally found a classical a real derby in major league soccer no disrespect to anybody else but this is a real classical what we saw days ago at bank of california that is a classical that is a rivalry and it's exciting because you know this is our soccer it's major league soccer yeah that's but- right i'm shocked that you're not as amazed and and uh intoxicated by <laughs> Columbus Crew versus Cincinnati FC. <laughs> you know what? On this show, please let's disrespect other other derbies. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, no. Yeah. If anyone is going to do it, it's us, baby. <laughs> so my first question to you, because uh, especially when I started uh, focusing on MLS and watching MLS a lot more, uh, you were about two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, two or three. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the the history that NYCFC has is incredible. Yeah. They've been around so long. Uh, but no, you are one of those uh, just voices that I was uh, associated with uh, with the league, right? And what? how was um, sort of your introduction to MLS and you starting to cover the league and, and what did that sort of mean to you to cover this league, especially probably coming from Liga MX and, and trying to speak to a different audience? Well, uh, well listen, I, I grew up in Southern California. Um, so, and I grew up from Mexican parents. My parents are from Guadalajara. I was born here, obviously, in the United States, in, in, uh, in Cali, in LA. And growing up, it was that classic uh, identity crisis. You know, you had the great US teams with Donovan and company, but then you had Mexico that you grew up with, and you just did, especially at the beginning of the 2000s, because that's what your parents watched. That's what the Sunday League was about. You used to play against teams that had the Chivas uniform, the America uniform. And let's face it, 2000, Major League Soccer was very, very young, and not a lot of people believed in it. And not a lot of people believed it would be where it is today. Same thing with the U.S. national team. That's why when that era of Team USA whooping on Mexico again and again and the Dos Acero and all that good stuff, um, it was kind of, you know, the beginning of an era. And, um, you know, for me, being caught in the middle, it was fun to mess with with my friends, my buddies that are till today very pro-Mexico um, because that's what they grew up on. They was, they're born in the United States, but it's it's that classic um, dynamic that is – you only really live with these two national teams. If you're born in Brazil, you're going to go for Brazil, born in Argentina, France, et cetera. But with, with uh, the situation with football, soccer, the U.S. and Mexico, it's different till this day. For me – it has developed through the years. Um, ever since I started covering MLS and the U.S. national team, um, starting to call the U.S. national team games now. But, you know, 
I covered them for five, six years, you know, on every trip, on every World Cup qualifier, and you build relationships, and you see the guys, and you deal with them, um, and you kind of just uh, start realizing that there's a real connection there as well for me. So if I was spoken about an identity crisis, which which a lot of us, I think, have, um, now in my 30s, I think I, I caught that era, that era of the 2000s and the 2005, 2010, and now again, Mexico's on top. Um, but listen, I, I, I grew up in Cali. I started doing the Chivas USA games in 2010 on the radio. It was kind of a, of a crazy story, the way I got my, uh, my voice out, if you will. I went out on, uh, on, on Twitter. I went out on social media. I carried discs around all over downtown LA, handed them out, handed them wow. out at every network. Like you're you selling mixtapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I was, uh, I was doing basically what Eminem was doing in Detroit. Yeah. No, but listen, uh, I, uh, I, I, I try to get out there as best I could. And, you know, I, I got an opportunity. I started on the radio. I transitioned very quickly into TV, started doing games in Spanish. Um, and, you know, not to bore you guys, little by little by little, uh, all of a sudden, Univision Deportes Tudene uh, caught one of the matches that I started doing, which was Liga MX in English. And one of the first networks to do was El Rey Network, actually uh, under that umbrella of um uh of Univision of 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 what is Univision and, and now Tudene and Robert Rodriguez at the helm of that of yeah that yeah network. yeah and it was yeah bizarre. famous director I, I, yeah I had a meeting with him I had a meeting with him in Santa Monica I sat down with him and he said listen I can you do soccer in English I said absolutely he said I don't want you to scream it's in the back of the net and he screams <laughs> and that's a wonderful sure. finish and yeah. he tells me he tells me can you scream goal and I said and I scream, go, yeah, I can do that. And he's like, that's what I want. So I, you know, I, I built that, uh, that rapport and I built that, that style, which, you know, to begin with, I always wanted to do that. When I was younger, I said, why don't the English play by play guys, you know, why don't they yell the goal call? I get it in England, you know, it's, it's the British accent and it sounds cool and what, no, but for, for, <laughs> you know, American broadcasters, I'm like, why don't they yell goal? You know, it'd be really cool to see. So I started doing it. It's stuck. It's something that I do till today. Love it or hate it, and you guys know what I'm talking about. And um, you know that's that's how they heard me. And you know, I joined uh, I joined Univision um, for the beginning of that historic deal. And I say historic because you know MLS matches were exclusively on Unimas and and TUDN. Uh, yeah, they were in Spanish. You had to click on the SAP. But at the end of the day, if, if you if you wanted to listen to that game in English, um, in American League, it was on a Spanish network. So that that was historic. And I, I joined in. In 2015, I've been calling all the games since the start of, of that deal. And I was with Paul Caligiuri. I was with Keith Costigan, Nico Cantor, Marcelo Balboa. So um, you know, I'm glad that I stuck there. So, and, and then from there, obviously, guys transitioned into getting great opportunities in Spanish. And, and you know, just, just been building up since then. It's, it's a tough industry. It's very competitive. Um, it, you know, you, you have to pay your dues. And, and the word that comes to mind is, is, is grind. And, and it's something that I can tell you guys. For years and years, you have to do nothing comes, you know, they, they, they don't just come to you and say, hey, you're going to be on the boot to call a U.S. national game in, in a gold cup. It, it, it At least for but me, it's, it's, it's a it's, lot of work. And it's and very different from our uh, come up because Fubo just was like saw us day one. And they're like, you guys got something. Yeah, <laughs> we are here with Ramses Sandoval from Tudene. Uh I have to, I have, Ramses, I have to ask you this question because this showed up on your Wikipedia page, and I'm sure you've been asked this several times. But this this took us a took us aback. A yeah, we bit. were we were uh, surprised. <laughs> we were a little surprised. But there's an entry here in your Wikipedia entry that says uh, Ramses Sandoval is known for being the cousin of Canadian rock musician Chad Kroger of Nickelback. 
Please Have we been mispronouncing Chad Kroger? <laughs> what is this? Is this real? Hey, you guys are hilarious because I noticed that and I think it's funny. He is not my cousin's. Okay. <laughs> we can confirm. Confirmed it. You heard it here first. You were not at the wedding with him and Avril Lavigne. <laughs> we were all wondering, was the cake black? Over? Now, did you guys really think that that was true? You probably did. We were so confused. <laughs> Wikipedia's never been wrong. Yeah. So why wouldn't it? Be? You know, I think Chad Kroger is a huge fan of yours and edited your Wikipedia page <laughs> to say that. It's like, I want to be related to that. Yeah. Oh, I like the way he yells gold in English. <laughs> that is wild. All right. That, but that's hilarious. This Somebody's is, messing with you, man. This is amazing. All Which right. Which goes to show how we do our research on Wikipedia. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, Good says, I, yeah. One of the things that I that I want to ask is you've you've called a lot of games. You've called a lot of uh US men's matches. You called, I believe, the game versus Kuwa, correct? Yeah, yeah. When you when you go through that, right? Do you because <laughs> I'm I'm Cuban myself, uh, and I I had to sit through that. I was in DC. Uh were you what do you how do you prepare for something like that? Like, do you have to come up with a lot of personal stories? What what kind of when when seven goals are scored in the first 17 seconds, what what do you do for the next 89 minutes? Listen, for me, the preparation, um, uh, and not to run around your question, the preparation has to be the same. You know, you have to do your research on every player. Every every play-by-play has a different style. Um, if you guys heard my play-by-play, both English and Spanish, I like to go into the background, where they're from, what barrio they're from, what little town they're from, if they're from Argentina, Brazil, Mexico, whatever it is, their age, former teams, um, you know, little interesting details of, of, of each player or stories per player. In that game specifically, I know exactly what you're talking about because 12 minutes in, it was 4-0, and I remember saying on the broadcast, this could be like 16-0, 18-0 by the end of the game. I mean, we're averaging a goal every four minutes, something like that, and, of course, all that changed. Um, and I got into a, 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 an argument on, on, on the call with, with, one of the, with one of our broadcasters because, you know, so maybe the U.S. needs to pump the brakes here. Um, and a couple of the guys were like, no, no mercy, you know, 15, 16, 17, you know, show no mercy. Mexico isn't going to show any mercy. I believe they were playing uh, Bermuda or another um, weaker national team, if you will, as part of the Nations League. Um, but it's the same preparation. I mean, listen, in, in that game, at least I can tell you that, that I had a – I had um Another play-by-play, I had two analysts, and then I had a, a field reporter. So that is a lot better than, you know, doing a, a Nations League game in the Caribbean by yourself. That, when you are 90 minutes calling, and again, no disrespect, I'm not, I'm not going to na- name any, any <laughs> national teams, but you got to have your laptop on. You got to have, you know, pages up. You got to know where these guys are from. A lot of these players, I'm telling you guys, a lot of these players, you can't find anything about them. They play for amateur teams. Um, you got you really don't have anything to work up, so you have to throw stats at the tournament. Um, you know how they got to you know League A, League B, League C. What's going on in their groups? That Are you like the uh, the goalkeeper of Gua? Nelson Johnston is cousins with Chad Kroger. <laughs> I see here on my computer. <laughs> oh my goodness! So the uh, I had another maybe a bigger question for you because yeah, especially for someone who's been around American soccer and Mexican soccer for 
a long time. The a lot of the complaints about oh not even complaints, but the the reality of you know uh, the ratings for like MLS games compared to Liga MX, and we see that uh, you know uh, MLS is definitely trying to merge uh, uh, not not merge, merge the league, but like have a stronger connection with Liga MX with the. No, they're actually trying to merge. The yeah, with yeah. that too, but they're little, also little, trying to merge the league. They'll, they'll, they'll get us there eventually. Um, but the the Campeones Cup and and, and the Leagues Cup and uh, there seems to be this real uh, both countries sort of want something from the other. They want the uh, MLS want more. Uh, uh, they want the the the, the fan uh, sort of. You know the excitement from of Liga, Liga MX. They want that in MLS, and and Liga MX wants more American fans. But how? And they want to get rid of promotion and relegation. <laughs> but how do you feel about the way MLS is delivered to fans, and how how do you think it, we can improve it to get more people to watch and be more interested in the league? Well, listen, Major League Soccer has had a, a tremendous growth, and and I'm the number one fan of it because, you know, I, I cover it, and, and I have love for it because of what you mentioned earlier. I've been around it going on 10 years now, um, very young, through the tough starts, you know, through the rough starts. Now you look at teams like LAFC, Atlanta United, you know, 70,000 fans, um, Portland Stadium getting G'd up, and, you know, those Clásicos and the Derbies, and CenturyLink Field looking amazing for a soccer match. And it's exciting, you know, you you you, you feel proud uh, in a way. But Liga MX is a monster, and the Mexican League has been a monster for a long time. I'm a Mexican-American kid. I, I It's not about defending uh, the, the Mexican League, but I get into a lot of healthy arguments, if you will, um, with, with, with fans and analysts when they like to say, oh, well, you know, Liverpool and Tottenham and Arsenal, Chelsea on a Sunday. Listen, and this has been proven, and you guys have looked at ratings on any given day, a Gallos Blancos of Querétaro against Cholos of Tijuana on a Saturday night is going to beat the ratings of a Tottenham, of a La Liga, you know, unless it's Barcelona Real, of any attractive match from Europe. And that is the bottom line because of the population in the United States that wants to see their Mexican soccer. And it's not just Chivas, and it's just not America that are monsters, Cruz Azul as well, that, you know, you get 900,000 viewers on a Cruz Azul Puebla are like, you know, Cholos against Morelia. Forget about Chivas America, Cruz Azul Pumas, Monterrey Tigres. Now, two major teams that people want to see. So, MLS is doing the correct thing. They're bringing very important players into the league. It's becoming more attractive. Atlanta United is a sexy team. LAFC is a sexy team. Seattle is a sexy team. The Galaxy and Slatan and everything they bring is sexy for Major League Soccer. And that's what they need to do. We need more press conferences like Slatan Ibrahimovic. We need more reactions like Bob Bradley. You know. Compared to the NFL, to the NBA, to baseball, to those storylines, we get them all the time in Liga MX. Eight, nine managers have been fired in a short tournament for Liga MX. You know what I mean? It's it's bizarre, but that's what builds stories. The controversy, not only in the pitch, but off of it as well, with VAR being introduced as well. But at the end of the day, when, when you're trying to tie both leagues in, and I hear a lot of colleagues and a lot of people thrash Leagues Cup and thrash the Campeones Cup, listen, it sells. And when you look at a stadium in Houston or wherever it is, or in LA, packed is because it sells. And and we live in an era of social media and money. Money is money, and the leagues are doing that. And listen, maybe this time around it wasn't the best, uh, how do I say, preparation. I wanted to see the Galaxy stacked in those matches. And we yeah, also yeah. Esqueloto did not did not play any any of his important players. And just like that, they got through Cholos in that first game. But maybe for years to come, the commissioner or or perhaps uh, 
there could be something made of. Let's make a deal. You got to play at least 70% of your A team in these type of games. And we know that League's Cup's going to go to eight teams and then it's going to go to 16 teams. I mean, it's going to be a 32 team yeah. elimination tournament in a couple of years. And I'll, I'll tell you what, it, it's going to be fun. You get Atlanta Tigres, Monterrey against LAFC, Seattle, Cruz Azul. Those are the matches I want to see, but with both teams playing their best players. Exactly. Escalota was like, uh, I'm going to save my best players to give up five goals in the playoffs. Okay, so in the last time you did mention uh, the Bob Bradley uh, little incident with Sebastian Salazar, and I'm curious. Get lost. <laughs> I'm curious, how, what did you think about that? How would you handle it? I've seen you uh, do interviews. Everybody's usually very, very polite to you, uh, uh, but it seems kind of ridiculous from Bob Bradley, right? It seems like he went a little too far. Listen, I, I this is a tough one because because Sebi's a colleague and I'm never, and Bob Bradley's in the industry. So the way I'll answer this is um, for, for me in a post interview, I, I probably would have asked something else because of what I just saw. You just beat a team you hadn't beaten in a couple of years. You beat them in your stadium, which had an electric atmosphere. Carlos Vela busted a Rabona at one point. You were having a party. You were absolutely electric offensively. And you thrashed your rival in the game that mattered. Um, I understand both points. I respect Sebi a whole lot for going after that question. And we've seen him do this before. He's one of the best doing him. You know, one of the best doing these type of interviews and going after after that quote that you need, after that story that you need. Yeah, yeah. But listen, if you get in Bob's shoes as well, I mean, you 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 know, you just you just lived 90 minutes of adrenaline, you got <laughs> through, and the MVP of the league, who just broke a record that we didn't think would be broken in years to come, Jose Martinez, and the team just broke a record that we didn't think could be broken in years to come, Red Bulls. And then he scores a brace in that game, and he busts a Rabona, and he is locked in against Zlatan Ibrahimovic. I see both points, so I'm, I'm going to keep it in there because I don't want to yeah, get yeah. any, you know, any any, ah, you know, any. I'll keep it in the gray area, guys. No, that's all good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like that. I like those kinds of questions, but I also thought there was a chance where Bob could have been like, "Yeah, they say he couldn't do it in big games," I and mean, look, he did it here. But I do like the to your point, Ram says the the whole uh, get lost. That adds. That's a clip that makes it on every major sports yeah. network all across the country, possibly the world. So yeah. we need more of that. You know, I want a coach to and, punch and Sebi you. in the face. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no, no. really. Let's get some clips. Assault charges. <laughs> you know, I agree with you. And and I, I actually spoke about this last night. We're, we don't contact Deportivo with the colleagues down down at Tudena. I was telling me Bob could have certainly answered that question. Differently, exactly. I said exactly what you said. Yeah, they've had said that in the past, but I don't think that happened today. But also, you take into consideration Bob Bradley's character. We all know Bob. You he's know, from we, Jersey. We know his he's a maniac. Style, and, and, and we know how he's going to handle that question. If you ask that to Tata Martino, which I did last year a couple of times when there were some players, I won't mention any names that didn't react, he's going to be different about it. I mean, listen, I'll tell you a story. And, and, and you may have seen this. Last last year covering the, the championship in Atlanta, I went after Tata. And, of course, everybody wanted to know, Tata, when are you joining the Mexican national team? It's a secret, but when are you going to join them? What's going on? And he, he grabbed me in the cheek. <laughs> and he said, luego te digo, luego te digo. I mean, that's how he answers. You know what I mean? And I, I remember on camera, he's like, hey, good try, buddy, type of thing. You know, like, it, everybody is different. Every coach is going to react different. That was surprising from Tata Martino. But, you know, maybe if you ask a coach that's a little bit more, you know, 
yeah, a different style, different characteristic. He he may answer that very differently. That that could have been a, a bad answer for me too. Like, hey, Ramses, come on, I just yeah. want a title here with Atlanta United. Respect Atlanta, blah blah blah. So that was a reach by my part there, but it's just an example to let you guys know that every manager is going to react differently. I, I love it because it's uh, I didn't know Tata was the Godfather. It's yeah, just, uh, top it. <laughs> hey, someone from a Barra Brava is going to come kill you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't you dare disrespect me like that after an Atlanta match. <laughs> I have a question because you have this sort of knack where you you are able to sort of go into like um you know like the Mexican sort of mindset and and understand the fan base really well and also you really understand MLS and there's not many people that I think uh, find that same balance. So when something like Campeones Cup happens and Atlanta beats um, Club América, uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. 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 Uh, what? How is that? I know how we perceived it here. We were jumping up and down. We were going nuts. How is that? perceived in in like amongst the Liga MX fan base and the front offices well listen they they don't like it they, there's a big rivalry here even though people want to talk these tournament downs and these game downs and the rivalry down if you will I'll give you an example these games that were going on and not only these games you know at the national team level um you go into the offices of Tudena you know you got the, you got the editors the producers you got the talent and obviously you got a lot a lot of strong ties to Mexican football talent. And then you got some people that, you know, they, 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 they have the American side of it, you know, like myself, um, like Marcelo Balboa, like Ivan Casanceo, who you guys may see here and again covering the U.S. as well, like Nico Cantor sometimes. Um, and, you know, and we were we were having a blast. And of course, you got that big TV right in front where, you know, you watch the big games and you're celebrating these goals from 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 Atlanta United or Major League Soccer sides over Mexican over Mexican clubs. Same thing happened when Toronto got to the championship and the CONCACAF Champions mm-hmm. League. They ended up losing against Chivas of Guadalajara. So I, I think they see the beginning of a rivalry that is brewing up sooner than they thought again. 2000, 2005, I don't know that, that Cruz Azul, America, Chivas are losing any of these games against the teams back then, even a very strong Galaxy team or a championship Houston Dynamo team in that era or, or whatever it may be, or those revolution teams that lost again and again in, in, in MLS Cups. But today, I mean, you, you, I can make the argument for LAFC, Seattle, Atlanta. I mean, these are strong teams. Yeah, they may have to be a little bit better tactically, may have to plug in some players defensively, but listen, some big-time names have chosen MLS to Liga MX. It was a time where La Volpe wanted Diego Valeri for America, and Diego Valeri told me, no, I, I was comfortable in Portland. Almiron was an option at one point. Joseph Martinez. Carlos Vela, who's playing in, in MLS. So I tell people again and again, when you have superstar players in their prime choosing Major League Soccer over Liga MX, it's a matter of time. Yeah, you still have very stacked squats like Monterrey, Tigres. I mean, 90, $96 million budget teams, the, 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 the most expensive teams, if you will. You look at Monterrey's bench and you're like, what? You look at Tigres' bench and you look at and Valencia, the number one at striker position for Ecuador or Celarayan, who, you know, they could sell for $9, $10 million. They've rejected $10, $11 million bids in Argentina, and he's on the bench for Tuca Ferretti. And then you say, oh, well, you know, I don't know that MLS teams have that. Those players are always going to start. Those players are always going to be in the starting lineup. They're, they're DPs or whatnot. But listen, it's something that, that Liga Max is concerned about. But I think it, 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 it makes competition better. And again, with no disrespect to anybody in the area of CONCACAF, it's competition that has never existed. Anybody who says the CONCACAF Champions League hasn't gotten more exciting ever since MLS have stepped their game up, would be lying because yeah, yeah. you don't get the same competition from other clubs in other areas. It really is MLS 
the only league who at one and maybe you know a team from Costa Rica or from Honduras, you know, they, they they get a good thing going. Maybe they they can get into the final four or whatnot. But to me, it's Liga MX, and then after that, Major League Soccer. And 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 for a long time, the Mexican Premiership has absolutely owned the the, the Concacaf club level. It's only a matter of time, Ramses. I wanted to ask a, but you were mentioning about uh, big name players coming to Major League Soccer. But we should talk about big name coaches coming from Mexico uh, to coach in Major League Soccer, which has been incredible. We saw Pelado Almeida this uh, season, even though they didn't make it to the playoffs, it was uh, a, a monumental signing. One of it the was biggest... like eight weeks of excitement there, baby. <laughs> you we, know? Were, we were into it. What? Uh, the, uh, I, I guess the question is. How do you feel about him coming to Major League Soccer and also all the rumors that he was going to leave immediately after they had missed out on the playoffs? What is him? What what does more? So uh, I guess coaches that coached in Liga MX uh, coaching here. What do you think we can learn from them? What do you think them coming here uh, means for this league? Well, Matias Almeida was a huge win for Major League Soccer. And I think whoever says that they weren't surprised when San Jose Earthquakes broke Twitter or at least the American soccer fan base Twitter yeah. there for a couple of minutes. San Jose Earthquakes, Kim Kardashian, same thing. We all yeah. know it. <laughs> Listen, or, or, or uh, Jennifer Aniston on Instagram, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, guys, um, it, it was huge because a lot of people were linking it with the Costa Rican national team, with the Mexican national team, with Argentina, with Celeste. That didn't pan out. And then, of course, big teams were interested in him in Liga MX. As as past as Cruz Azul at that point, as recent as Monterrey after Alonso was let go. Of course, Turco Mohamed took them over. But going back to that point, and I think that's what you were touching on, um, you know, he he loses out. Everybody, you know, we, we cover the story closely, and, and, and they picked my brain, and I went on shows and said, even if they do not beat Portland and they are eliminated from the playoffs, I don't think Almeida's going to leave. I spoke to him. He's very comfortable. He, he likes what's going on in San Jose. What he has been able to do with his program from you know seasons past and Jackson Ewell and Tommy Thompson and the season uh, uh, Wondolowski had and the players that he's believed in and brought on and probably what he's going to look to bring on don't be surprised if a couple of Chivas or Guadalajara players arrive in, in MLS that don't come you know into plan where Ricardo Pala is taking over Chivas and those guys may include Chofis Lopez, Brizuela, I don't know these could be big time guys that yeah. loved uh, the, the playing time with Almeida may join Almeida, but that was huge. Just how Carlos Vela joined in LAFC, just how Gio originally with a very good first season joined Galaxy was a win for MLS. Just how Almeida was a win for, for MLS and keeping some of these guys. Um, and, and, and you've seen now an, another win for MLS is when you see guys go from MLS to Liga MX, like Romario Ibarra, who's now with Pachuca, like Jorge Villafaña at one point, one of two guys to win both Liga MX and MLS championships, and the other guy, of course, Omar Gonzalez, who did it as well. That's huge because in the past it was like, yeah, we don't need MLS guys. We're Liga Max. You know, we go mm-hmm. down and we get Brazilians and Argentinians and Colombians and, and you know, you name it. And they have to come from those prime leagues, you know, Argentina, Brazil, you name it, Uruguay, Chile. Uh, but nowadays, these are all big wins for, for Major League Soccer, including Almeida. And and, and, and Almeida particularly because, you know, he, he was sought after – I don't want to utilize the three-letter word that we all know about, but like a king down there. In Guadalajara, they still scream for him. Monterrey, I, I do think Monterrey did make an offer for him. There was a lot of talk. I can't confirm this, but but a million, couple million-dollar clause if they wanted him. San Jose covered themselves well, knowing that if he was going to sign a contract. Look, 
Matias, you sign a contract, that's great, but we know you're popular. And at any moment, Liga MX is so crazy. Big time team loses a coach, Tigres, Monterrey, you name it. In this case, Rayados, they're going to come after you. And, and, and I think at the end of the day, that was a good job by, by San Jose to cover themselves. And they have a bright future, especially if they let, you know, Almeida, you know, go into that transfer market and 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 uh, go after a couple of players. You saw the stadium as well. It's it's crazy. Think about a coach that can do that. Usually a player will, sure. will bring, uh, you know, <laughs> fans into into say. But Avaya at one point going crazy, of course, because all the Chivas hermanos are absolutely in love with El Pelado Almeida. It's it's amazing. It feels like we're at we're at a time now where there's like DP coaches, which we've said on the show before. But what do you think are some of the things that um, that I think I mean, it seems a lot like some of the players you've mentioned, Valeri and some of the other players, they want to come to the U.S. because it's a bit more of a relaxed atmosphere, a little less uh, pressure from the media, a little less pressure from the fans, for sure. What are some of the things that you think may start to change in MLS as it becomes bigger? Well, I, th- I think it's just going to be a bunch of good things because we already see players that want to come for several factors. I mean, one that jumps at me is security. I mean, um, you know, Diego, Diego Valeri used to tell me, listen, Ramses, I'm, I'm in Portland. Man, I wake up and listen to the sound of the birds and I can go to Starbucks and have a coffee and not have a fan yelling at me. Hey, Diego Valeri, you missed a penalty kick last night. You know, you can go to, you know what? Same thing with Carlos Vela. I mean, Carritos Vela probably gets up in beautiful La La Land, go gets mocha, relaxes <laughs> with his family, and he doesn't got a guy yelling at him. Yeah, like yeah. he probably would in another country. Yo, what the heck? You know, you score like two goals, but you miss three because that is the type of pressure. It sounds crazy. You score two goals, but you miss three. You need to be scoring. They yeah. want unrealistic, unrealistic numbers. And I in, in Portland, you know, in Portland, they're just like, hey, man. Good job out there. Yeah. I really, I'm proud of you, man. Have a, have a weed cookie, dude. You did your best. <laughs> no, it's great, that man. That was but, a great zero zero scoreline. Yeah. Hey, dude, you you a for effort, dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, man. I ate that cookie I offered you. <laughs> uh, well, Ramsey, you you are going to be calling the the MLS Cup uh, final. Who do you if you had to pick? Who do you want hosting that game? I know. Let you, me guess. You want to go home to LA. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I, I do want to go home to L.A. I love being in L.A. I think that would be a, a, an electric atmosphere if LAFC hosts it. But um, I, I think Seattle is a very dangerous game. Everybody's giving LAFC that final already. And I think I think Seattle can win tonight and knock out LAFC. And we would see a Seattle-Atlanta MLS Cup. Now, when people are watching this, this already happened. But <laughs> right now it could still happen so that's certainly really exciting for the people who are watching this like oh my god it's happening again <laughs> home and away leg um i think it's absolutely amazing and and what are you what are you looking forward as far as like when you call uh, a world uh an mls cup match uh what do you look forward to do you do you like when there there's a lot of history between the teams or do you like giving yourself a bit more space I, I like the excitement of it. You know, I've been fortunate enough to to, to to both Toronto finals against Seattle, the 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 Atlanta final, which was absolutely electric with that atmosphere. Um, you know, and, and Portland doing their thing, super underdog. I think this year's a little different, man. I mean, if you get LAFC Atlanta, wonderful final. If you get Seattle, if you get Toronto, I mean, Toronto has a very good team as well. I think we have four very good clubs in the final four positions this time around. And I think any MLS cup that you're going to get is going to be extremely fun. It, you know, I think from, from a rating standpoint, it would probably, you know, the big bosses and networks one, I think they want LAFC Atlanta, Atlanta looking to go for, for the, for the back-to-back championship, but the Carlos Bella, Bob Bradley, Cinderella story, 
to finalize in listen if they win the championship yeah you know, everybody wants to talk and, and i kind of go like this because we need to wait is lafc the best team ever in mls if they win the championship this year then yes they are the best uh team in the history of major league soccer because of what they did during the regular season and because carlos velas probably and could still get to 40 goals in a campaign including playoffs that's crazy. Listen, Ramses, I know you're you're very busy. I want to thank you so much for uh, giving a chance to uh, speak with you. It's been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, man. We appreciate it very, very much. Uh, and yes, we'll see you at the MLS Cup final. So hopefully we'll get to shake hands and talk a little bit. Guys, a- absolute pleasure. What a great interview with Ramses, huh? He's awesome. He's incredible. Yeah, I, I always such a pro. I show. Yeah, we're not used to that <laughs> nah. on this show. <laughs> no, I always love when we you got all the talent in the Kroger family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really cool when uh, Trump uh, created that video with him in it, the photograph yeah. in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, what a weird connection. Uh, Every time he answered, I'm like, wow, this is how you remind me. <laughs> You're a professional. <laughs> what a weird detail about anyone we've ever interview also he's like no it's not true <laughs> why would you put that in there we'll put it on we're, now we're on a question that's the person we need to have on the show exactly. is who, who edited that who is this hero <laughs> ruining people's wikipedia pages also got him right <laughs> they brought it up in an interview but of all people to get you know Ramsey Sandoval apparently is a target it's just <laughs> hilarious yeah, dude wait till we get next get him next uh no but thank you again for, yeah. for joining us and uh I would like I was saying I always love talking to this this I honestly feel there's few people in this country that are like these these gold mines for MLS and American soccer like wisdom yeah that also go back so far right yeah yeah, yeah. he's uh, he's one of them man they've been around the block oh. the major league soccer block we know about you Ramsey <laughs> <laughs> no uh, so I wanted to talk about um, another subject that was uh, recently in the news, especially about the U.S. Women's National Team. Oh, boy. We, we, it came up uh, during the the introduction of the of the new coach, but at which Carlos, uh, Carlos Codero had to field the question from a couple of the um, uh, the reporters. But the, there's been. And he was like, women play the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he didn't know what uh, Weird. what interview what press conference he was at. <laughs> uh, he th- I think he thought is it was that who Megan Rapinoe is. <laughs> he thought it was uh you know a uh, uh, Al Bundy no ma'am meeting. Uh, oh, 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 topical oh. reference, Blanco out here. Dating ourselves. Hey. That's a good show. I don't know what you're talking about. I heard my dad talking about it. <laughs> I didn't have one. All right, <laughs> that's how you know I'm lying. No, but uh, so there's been. Uh, uh, new updates regarding the our friend Meg Linehan tweeted this out. Yes, yeah, so the the the, legal, the homie. The Meg legal, <laughs> there's been legal updates uh, yeah. regarding how uh, U.S. Uh, the U.S. Soccer Federation is trying to to handle this. Right. And a, a couple of the, the the points that came up were that they they they're bringing. Well, I mean, uh, clearly they saw how bad the whole lobby thing turned out for that. Sure. So they so they so they were like, well, we don't want that bad press. Go anymore. to Plan Z. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next one, take over the world. Oh, that one's not going to work. All right, we'll go to the next plan. <laughs> no, but a couple of things that stood out. Meg, and if you're not following Meg Linehan at it's Meg Linehan on Twitter, make sure uh, you follow her for yeah. all these updates because it is becoming like this in- in weird soap opera uh, because some of the points that they're trying to use as to why the U.S. women are paid well or paid well enough is that 
Uh, they're, they're now being, they're asking for information on sponsorships. Exactly. It's like, hey, yo, you're making money some other yeah. places. Oh, but how much? Maybe we don't pay you enough, <laughs> but what do they pay you? <laughs> okay. Luna Bar seems to be taking care of everything. <laughs> yeah. I saw a lot of secret ads. <laughs> right? You got a lot of. You're all over my TV. I don't know what you Also, talking. I want to smell your armpits. <laughs> Are you using it? Maybe it's a weird thing. I don't know. I'm just saying. Okay. I, I know. The, it's, this is all legal. <laughs> this, this, this is for legally. the. Okay. This is exhibit A. Get over here. And let me smell your armpits. We're gonna be filming it. It's so crazy because we were just at the NWSL final, and Carlos Cordero was right in front of us. He we walked just, past. We us. walk right past us. One day he's gonna stop and be yeah. like, "Yo, what are you saying? Yeah. You got a guy who was saying I want to smell people's armpits?" And I'll be like, "It was Christian." Oh my goodness! Yes, it's um. There, there's more and more like, to people to people who don't pay attention to. Um, the details of this stuff, like it all seems like, oh, the women are just asking for money and whatever. And, uh, and they also, he said, without the 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 document also says, without U.S. Soccer's agreement to pay the salaries of its marquee players, U.S. Soccer doubts the ability of the NWSL to pay them equivalent, if any, salaries, or indeed survive as a league at all. U.S. Soccer has been has been pleased to provide the support, however, as part of its mission to grow the sport of soccer, which is very much like a hey. <laughs> If it wasn't for us, you wouldn't even have a league. So it would be kind of bad if we walked away. Now, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a little bit of a, a power move uh, yeah. uh, from from U.S. soccer. But some people are, are also suggesting that maybe if U.S. soccer was not involved in this way, where they were subsidizing the the, the pay for some of the players, that maybe NWSL, NWSL can thrive on its own and figure out a way to, to survive. Uh, so, I think that will happen. But yeah. I think in the meantime, if you don't want these American players to go to Europe, or to go to other, you know, Latin America, other places where women's league are starting to pay a little more. Sure, sure. You know, the English league, the the we saw the, the well, NWSL is still the best league in the world for for women. Yes, but but they don't always. Other leagues are willing to pay their superstars a bit more sometimes. Sure, sure. Like uh, the documentary we saw about, I believe it was a Swedish team. Um, yeah, oh yes, yes, yeah. Yes. So uh, Rosenborg uh, kicking a screen. Yeah, 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 kicking a screen. So. It's a it's a it's sort of a necessary thing, I think, especially if you want to have the drawing power of the women's national team players in the NWSL. I do believe that that agreement still needs to be put in place. That said, it's like this. None of whether sponsorships or not takes nothing away from how much you pay them. <laughs> just if they you know if there's uh uh it's not even to me it's just like how are we at this point? Yeah. Because it just feels like really you don't got it. You don't got the money. Like, it's just like, what? What are we holding on to? Is it just simply we don't? It's not in the budget because that doesn't feel like a good enough answer. Also, change the budget. <laughs> you know, I mean, you got it. How but, much? If, if tickets for a men's national team game against Cuba are going for two hundred dollars to see a massacre of my people, okay? Then you wow, got is that the how money. You would describe it. Wow, is it in the history books of yeah. Cuban history books? We know what you did to Goa. <laughs> we were there. Uh, like we we mentioned it uh, earlier this week, but we are going to Germany. Yeah, baby, and that is uh, it's it's pretty dope. So you know what I heard about Germany, especially specifically Frankfurt, which is one of the, the first city we're going to go to. Yeah, uh, that you're not really allowed to be loud in public; <laughs> that you can get arrested for it. So wow. I have a okay. feeling another story is okay. Coming. We got, I guess, I hire a lawyer for Alexis. <laughs> yeah, Ubo, get Ubo. on it. <laughs> what's what's the budget for bail in Europe? <laughs> can I get it in euros? Is that possible? <laughs> no. So uh, we're we're going to be going to just a, a little, uh, you know, I 
itinerary for everybody. We're going to be going to Frankfurt. Uh, we're going to be watching a match between Bayern Munich and Eintracht Frankfurt. Oh, that's going to be a fun uh, one. And uh, we're also going to be participating in a in a media soccer game. I, well, you use the word we. Okay. <laughs> and I wouldn't be in necessarily there. suggest that. Bring your cleats. Yeah, I got none of those. I'm bringing Timberland. Right? <laughs> your boy's showing up in some jean shorts like just the OD Alexis. <laughs> like, go ahead, pass me the ball. Oh, you don't want to? Okay. Well, then you don't have to. Uh, and then we're also going to be going to a match between Dusseldorf yeah. and Cologne. Oh, baby. So we're going to be seeing uh, Zach Steffen out there. Yeah. Uh, in, in net. And um and obviously Alfonso Davies from uh from uh, Bayern Munich and uh, yeah it's, it's gonna be a fun one. It's and gonna I, be I tried great. Frankfurt, which so, is uh, sent us some really nice things. Yeah, so right. guys, make sure you if you tune in next week because uh I don't know I don't know if Alexis is gonna be. We here. might not both be here, <laughs> right? Not. Okay, that's not my fault if I'm not. We may not both make it back. They, uh, <laughs> I think Alexis may end up on a no fly list. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> We're on a so fly list. I <laughs> they see my swag. Wow. Don't boo. <laughs> wow. The cameraman is booing. <laughs> I didn't know that. Did. Oh, this is a World Series game all of a sudden? <laughs> they allow that on television? That <laughs> was uh, uh, oh, cool. Anyway, uh, yeah, so there's going to be uh, a lot to look forward to. That's going to be a lot of fun. Also, uh, thanks to everyone who came out uh, to the NWSL event uh, we did the night before. That's right. We were- What is up with NWSL? Why don't you have events before the the big game? Yes. there's. You got a pregame, right? Even Sorara. And fraternities know you got to get a little <laughs> sauced before the actual event. Yeah, dude, you can't walk in all sober. <laughs> you got it. That, that's and that was like a, a weird, like I don't know, complaint that people were making. They were just like saying, "Well, we asked very innocently." Yeah, we asked Yael when she was here. We asked uh, Meg Linehan, and they were like, "No, there's no events." And we're like, "That's impossible. You just don't get invited. <laughs> You're not cool." <laughs> and then it turns out neither are we. <laughs> there's right. no one there. There's there's, there's no, there were no planned events. But yo. Tons of fans showed up. Players showed up. Equalize soccer. Thanks so much for helping put that together. Yes. Uh, um, shout out to uh, uh, Jeff Kasouf. Jeff Kasouf. Uh, 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 Li- yeah. uh, uh, what is it? Lori Lindsay. Lori Lindsay. I'm Lori Lindsay. Lindsay, Lindsay Lori for them. I'm like, yeah. what am I going to do? Oh, it's spreading. The virus is spreading. <laughs> He's making uh, uh, Becca Moros from the Utah Royals. Yeah. Uh, who we were going to try to get on the show. Yeah. Um, that was- Awesome. So and everybody- yeah, there were people from Sky Blue FC. There were fans, fans of ours, fans of the game. People were so happy. They were like, yo, thanks so much for putting this together. There's never any events before NWSL. NWSL, hit us up. We'll do this again next year. That, yeah, this why was not? a blast. There should be, you know, parties. There should be events. All-Star Games have parties. MLS has a bunch of events. And stuff yeah. Like that. So there's no reason why NWSL can't get on that. And they're nowhere near as fun as you guys. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. It's, it, it's, it's, it feels a little different, especially when, because all these people are supporting they're not they're not just supporting the, the two teams that are involved they're supporting the league right and, and they're I, they're throwing their support behind the league there were people there with seattle rain jerseys there yeah. were people there with sky blue fc jerseys thorns there were thorns you were there with the thorns jersey that's right which everybody which made people angry they were like why are you so biased this is why people in the media can't be trusted yeah and i'm like <laughs> i told you about them right? <laughs> uh, uh what's your last name for the tab uh, <laughs> but honestly there were so many people there that were just thankful that this was put together and equalized soccer did a great job of finding a location and, and taking care of everything. We were just showing up and shaking some hands and kissing some babies. There were no babies, so we just shook a lot of hands. We brought babies. Yeah, I shook Christian. Don't ask where we found yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> also, did anyone take those babies? Because <laughs> we lost them all. We <laughs> get them to their rifle owner. Oh, oh no! <laughs> we forgot about the babies! <laughs> so, again, as we try to say nice, this is what 
we do. No, but, but uh, just, uh, hopefully this is uh, uh, the, you know the beginning of something that becomes uh, consistent. You yeah, know, as far as like planning big events because uh, there were and there was the final sold out. Uh, a lot of people there, and I'm sure they probably would have wanted to do something. Yeah, really, really cool. Let's yeah. do something even bigger next year. Let's go. Call us. <laughs> What's your problem? Yo, put put our number on the screen right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, one eight hundred. Cool again. Is that enough? I don't know if that's even <laughs> one nine seven six Polanco. Okay, thank you for tuning in again. What an what an, another incredible show. I mean, we we do it every week, baby. Uh, we just keep raising that bar. That's right. This is show number sixteen. Wow. I, I, wow. We've gone so well, far. I, I owe you money because I thought we were going to get canceled by show four. That's so right. This is we, impressive. It took, a, <laughs> it took a big bet, and he owed me a lot of money. That's right. Also, some physical favors. <laughs> so, uh, well, with that said, thank you uh, again, Ramsey Sandoval, for joining us on this very unprofessional show. Uh, you really, I <laughs> just I upgrade uh, the very low, low bar that we set for ourselves. But thank you because you are. <laughs> we need you to stay relevant in this business. Uh, so, again, Thank you again, uh, everyone, Thank for watching. So uh, we had a great time. Uh, we always appreciate it. <laughs> All viewers, listeners, uh, make sure uh, leave a review on iTunes if you yeah, like please. the podcast. We appreciate it. He's Christian Blanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. Together, what are we? The Cooligans! <laughs>